0: remember almost 10 years of being with that girl and 14 years of those desires,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. immediately the Lord erased 14 years of same-sex attraction. Wow. Immediately, not the next day, not two months or one year.
2: Hi, and welcome to One Little Candle, a place where genuine believers are encouraged, empowered, and inspired to be the light that God calls us to be by contending for the faith that God has entrusted once for all time to his people so that we may pass down undefiled the truth of God's infallible word to the next generation. And in case you're thinking that you can't make a difference in your own little corner of the world... Yes, you can, because all it takes is one little candle. I'm your host, Rebecca Bershwinger. Thanks for joining me for today's episode. Hi, and thank you so much for stopping by One Little Candle today. This episode is probably one of my most amazing and special episodes because I have a guest on today, and her name is Anita Miles Dames. Anita struggled for 14 years with same-sex desires. She had a girlfriend, a woman that she was involved with for 10 years. That's a long time. But as a result... Over the years, she searched for true clarity about her identity. Was this the way God created me, gay? She would frequently ask herself. As a result of receiving rejection, condemnation, and experiencing depression, Anita lived her life in isolation. In search of the truth, and still gay, between the years of 2008 and 2012, Anita began her faith journey by believing in who God says he is. And she went before the Lord, believing in faith that he had all the answers. And then, in the year 2013, an unexpected miracle transpired. God awoke Anita from her sleep, spoke directly to her, and instantly erased 14 years of same-sex desires. After her supernatural encounter, Anita, out of complete obedience, humbly answered the call to share God's love. And so now she encourages those struggling with same-sex desires through teachings on the power of faith. Anita's primary focus is educating such individuals on the key ingredients of her testimony, and that is the importance of the activation of one's faith and unity with God through prayer and study of his word. And now, through guidance and leadership of the Holy Spirit, he allows her to minister to the hearts of those who are currently battling and asking the question that she too once asked, Who am I? Yes, Anita's powerful testimony is encouraging and bringing awareness to others, and it exclaims that God is able to renew their minds in him, but it requires one's faith. Anita is also in the process of writing her very first book called From Gay to Faith in hopes to reach people struggling with same-sex desires who are in need of their own personal answer from God and seeking a way out. I can't wait for you to hear Anita's amazing story. So without further ado, here's my interview with Anita Miles Dames. Hi, Anita. Welcome to One Little Candle. Hello,
0: how are you? I'm so happy to be
2: here. And I am even happier to have you here, Anita. I, I have to tell you, I can't thank you enough for coming here, taking the time to sit down and share your amazing and powerful story.
0: Yes, I am really grateful for God for allowing me this opportunity to be able to share my testimony with the world.
2: Amen. And what a testimony you have. Um, I think there's people whose minds are going to be blown <laughs> because it really was mind-blowing to hear you speak when we spoke over the phone several weeks ago when I first heard your story. And I know what you're doing is not easy, and I and so many other people really appreciate the love that you have, Anita, and, and the courage, really, to step out and share what you're sharing.
0: Yes, th- I can say without a doubt that without God, I am not able to do any of this. Mm -hmm. It's only through his strength
2: that I'm able to do this. That's a real good point and and how true that is. So what I'd like to do is just start with a little background here and share with us anything that you feel led to this. But one of my first questions I had for you was um, when you began to realize that you were experiencing same-sex attraction, how did that all transpire?
0: Well, for me, it all started at age 14. Um, At age 13, I encounter a situation that, uh, that completely changed my life. I was raped, molested and raped by the next door neighbor. And after that, I started to realize that my emotions i was feeling all different types of confusion i i felt alone i felt unworthy it was a lot of things that was wrapped up in all of that at that time now at age 14 that's when the real the real struggle came in because i remember before um, heading out to school that morning, I was in my room, and while I was in the drawer folding some clothes, I heard a voice said to me, "You should like girls; they won't hurt you." And from that day, I remember I started to experience the struggle with same-sex desires.
2: Hmm. Okay. You say that, and and I hear the story that a lot of people who do have um, the same-sex attraction, they have been hurt by someone of the opposite sex, correct? Mm
0: -hmm. Yes, I I heard that a lot because, you can go ahead.
2: No, I was just wondering, do you find that to be true in the people that you are ministering to?
0: Well, even when I was living that life, I had a lot of friends who still live. That lifestyle Mm -hmm. Um, most of them yes most definitely they have been through some hurt either molestation or rape or neglection by mom or dad you know they always have the same story of how they um, started to live that life and why they started to live that lifestyle and the same was with me
2: So there's a lot of hurt and betrayal behind a lot of that. Um, that's heartbreaking. When it you... Is. So you lived this lifestyle, you said, for 14 years, correct? Yes,
0: that's correct.
2: Can you share a little bit with us about your life then? I know you said you had a girlfriend that you had been with for a while.
0: Yes, almost 10 years, a long time. Sure yes. is. Mm-hmm. So, um, yes, I, had, I was with the same sex for almost 10 years. And during that time, I—I I don't know. I just felt like something was missing out of my life. I didn't know what it was, but I know for years I used to question, um, "Why am I like this?" You know? Mm-hmm. Did God create me to live life this way? Because of all the news you will hear and how people will retaliate against people who are living that lifestyle, Mm -hmm. including myself, have experienced that. Sure. So with all of that opposition, it makes me wonder which side is truth and which one is not. So during those period, yes, while I was with her, I know that something wasn't right
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and At that time, though, for some strange reason, I just believed that one day, I had this faith to believe that one day God will reveal himself. I I didn't know how he would, but I believed that with all of my heart while still living
2: that lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And you said as far as being in the natural realm, you were happy, right? You had these questions and these doubts, but in general, you were very happy.
0: I always say people look on the outside, Mm -hmm. but on the inside, what I was dealing with, it was a lot of confusion, of doubt, of guilt, shame, disgrace. I felt that what I was doing was not right, but on the outside, Mm -hmm. I I portrayed happiness. You could not tell behind that mask. Because what you see is what you know you will normally say, "Okay, that's how that person is mm-hmm. but there there was more to my story, so people saw the outside where I was happy, I look content with my life, but behind the scenes i was I was dying for truth, okay. if I can put it that way sure I, w- I just needed conclusion. You know, who who am I? Those were the questions that constantly plagued my mind day in and day out.
2: Okay. <clears throat> and I have a feeling, Anita, you probably, although they may not admit it, um, I have a feeling you speak for a lot more people that are living the homosexual lifestyle that are feeling that way deep down inside as well. But yes. like you said, on the outside there's more of a confidence and a feeling of I'm okay and this is okay. That can take its toll on a person if you think about it. Constantly having that internal conflict within you that cannot be easy. Let me put it that way.
0: No, it was it was not. It was not. So you, especially you, when Go ahead. Especially when you are being um you know, rebel at and people are speaking out attacking
1: Mm. it's
0: not a good feeling but you know in everything there's an opposition and doing going through all of that the battles Mm. and the struggles both inside and in the natural Mm. that's when i had to to wake up and say you know something is not right is either this is accepted or it's
2: not, but which one is it? Where is the truth? Wow. Where is the truth? That's a question I wish that we could all ask ourselves and to be able to to look through the truth, especially in the scriptures, through the lens of just wanting to know the truth. I, so often, I think, when we're struggling with something, we can read the scriptures in the lens of whatever our belief system might be or our feelings, And we try to twist the scriptures to fit those feelings instead of just saying, you know what, Lord, I want, I want truth. I want to know what your truth is, no matter what it costs me, you know, and and I think in one way, shape or form, we've all been guilty of perhaps not doing what we should in seeking the truth. And you mentioned faith because there's no doubt in my mind, Anita, you definitely have what's called the gift of faith because you had shared with me how your girlfriend's daughter was a Christian. <laughs> um yes. and like you said, what are the odds of that, right?
0: <laughs> what are the
2: <laughs> Right? Yeah. Yes.
0: Her family was Christian. Yes. Her family was Christian. Her daughter especially. You yeah. know, she seeks God's face. She's always reading and stuff like
2: that. hmm Mm-hmm. So you said you started to read the scriptures in search so, of the um, truth.
0: Uh, yes, so what happened was um one day when my girlfriend she she came home, and her daughter left a book in her car. The name of the book was Battlefield of the Mind. It was written by Joyce Myers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now she brought the book upstairs and um she placed it in the couch. I was home alone that day. and. I saw the title of the book and I just felt this desire to read the book. And I'm like, no, I'm not a reader. I don't even like to read. Mm-hmm. But you know, when you just feel this pulling saying, read the book.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: After a while, I asked the daughter if I can borrow the book, and she said, yes, I did. And just commit myself to read. I'm going to be honest, one page daily, Mm -hmm. because I'm not a reader.
2: (laughs) You've (laughs) got to start somewhere, right? So I
0: said, you know, one page daily, and one page led to two pages, three pages. And when you look, I'm reading the entire chapter of the book. Now, by reading that book, Um, that was written by Joyce Myers, I discovered a lot about the battles that takes place in the mind. Mm -hmm. And that opened my eyes to a lot of things. And in the book, it has scriptures to refer that you can go and read. So what I started to do was read the book and apply the scripture. And for years, I kept, after even I finished, Reading the book, I kept on studying the word and seeking God. I'm, I'm being honest. Day, daily, I went before Him. I did not know what to pray or how to pray. But I remember also, before I started to seek Him, I said, Lord, I did not make myself feel this way. I do not have any control over these feelings. Mm. Show me your way. If you are God, if you are God, then you change me because I cannot change myself. I said that to God out loud.
2: That's a powerful statement. mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: I said that to him out loud because I'm being honest. I had no control over those feelings at the time. And I just kept seeking him seeking him for years from 2008 to 2013 now that that took a lot of discipline and commitment but I believe I believe that God is going to reveal himself to me so I kept on doing it daily
2: so for five I want the listeners to really really get this here five years you studied mm-hmm. the scriptures but you didn't hear anything from god correct
0: not always. <laughs> this is where the
2: man this is where the gift of faith comes in okay you know it's also indicative of the fact that god had a hold of you because when i when, when you first said this to me about 5 years i thought i don't know if i could have lasted 1 year Doing this and not hearing from God, especially when you were struggling so much and wanted such truth. And I mean, you had the scriptures, but you're still waiting to hear something from God. Five years is a long time. But again, God had a plan, right? God had a plan for you. So five years, you read the scriptures, kept reading in faith and just waiting Mm -hmm. to hear about God. So, okay, go ahead and continue.
0: So I heard nothing. Absolutely nothing. And the thing is, though I was reading the scriptures, I didn't understand a lot of things in the Bible. I didn't, but I kept on reading. Hmm. And, you know, in Leviticus, where it says, mankind laying with mankind is an abomination, you know, that really hit.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, in his word is clear on those scriptures. But I still kept. Seeking God. Now, the thing is, there I was seeking God, still living that life with my girlfriend. and really trusting God that he will change me in his time because I cannot change myself. And I refuse to give up. I believe that one day he will. He wouldn't um, reveal himself. And he did. Um. In the year 2013, I remember it clear. I was sleeping in the bed with my girlfriend, and the Holy Spirit, what I can say now, I was sleeping, and the Holy Spirit woke me up. This light, it, it felt so light. And when he did, I just got up, and I sat at the edge of the bed what's this i'm 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 like what is going on (laughs) so i'm there and all i heard was it's time wow so i'm like it's time time for what and i heard it again it's time still confused i'm it's time what is this you know i even started to panic I'm like, it's time, and the voice repeated it three times. It's time. That third time, I realized and I felt with everything that it was the Lord. I looked over to the bed, and I could not remember almost 10 years of being with that girl and 14 years of those desires. Immediately, the Lord erased 14 years of same-sex attraction. Wow. Immediately. Not the next day, not two months or one year after.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Instantly, as he spoke to me, I knew it meant it was time to follow
2: him. Yes, and time for you to be delivered. Um, your faith was definitely being rewarded, Anita. Um, no doubt in my mind about that, but that, that's just amazing that God, again, he can do this, right? He does it. And I know, and we'll get to that in a little bit. I know it's not the same for everyone and we will give you a chance to talk about that in a little bit. But, but in this instance, it just speaks to the power and the faithfulness of God that he can change our desires to go with his will for us, you know, what, what he wants for us. And as I'm listening to you talk, I'm digging in my head, Anita is exactly what they call a truth seeker. You are the perfect example of a truth seeker. You didn't give up and thank God you didn't because here we are having this conversation today. So, wow. Um, How did your girlfriend feel about this? At some point you had to tell her, right?
0: Well, I did the same day because I felt that the Lord didn't want me to wait. So um, after that, and I got up, I said, Lord, if this is truly you, I need you to show me a sign. I just said that out loud. I said to him, when I tell her I need peace, Mm. I need the confirmation of peace, because I've had friends where... You know, their girlfriend, you know, they left and it led to bloodshed or it's it's not easy
1: how it ended. Okay.
0: So I started to feel fear. And in that moment of that fear, I heard the Lord said, fear not. I am with you. Fear not. Mm. So I said, Lord, okay. That's when I even started to speak back. To the Lord. I'm like, Lord, okay, you're saying to fear not. I believe you. So I said, right now, I choose not to fear. I trust you. When I did, I told her, I just said to her, I told her exactly what happened. I said, The Lord spoke to me, and He said, It's time to follow Him. And she said to me, She said, I cannot compete with the Lord. I cannot compete with the Lord. Mm. If he says it's time, then so be it. And that was it. Wow. That was peace
2: yes. in the midst. And for, and for both of you. You know, I think for he, peace for us. both of you, yes.
0: But yeah. it's not easy to walk out of almost a 10 years relationship That's and a, someone is not going to get Absolutely.
2: Hurt. That's a long time to be together. Absolutely. There was peace and, and so here you are today, sharing God's love. You know the love of God that you've learned to embrace, and God's character. and And I want I want to talk a little bit about God's character as far as love goes, because I've gotten some flack in some of my podcast episodes where I've tackled the LGBTQ issue, and it's always the same response from people. It's like. Jesus loves everybody. And because Jesus loves everybody, same-sex marriage is okay and of course I'm the hater and and I understand it's obviously it's it's ignorance on people's part as to what the love of Jesus really is. It's not the love that they're thinking about when it comes to the world, right? We're thinking about the emotional, the romantic aspect of love, the sentimental type of of love, not the agape love which is the love that God has for us. Obviously, you came into a new kind of love, right, compared to the love that you had for your girlfriend when you surrendered to Jesus. You're talking about a whole different kind of love. Can you maybe expound upon that a little bit? Well,
0: when I was with my girlfriend, though I loved her, the love that I was experiencing was... Before I said that, on the outside, in the natural, the love that I was experiencing, it seems right in my own eyes. You know, no one could have said to me, what you're doing is wrong. And when they did, I rebelled. I rebelled. I cursed. I, (laughs) (laughs) wow, I carried on. I even went as far and said, this is my life. Mm. Let me live my life.
1: Sure.
0: I remember saying that to my mom one time. I said, no, this is who I am. I was born to be this way. I believed that I was born to live life gay in my own eyes. Mm-hmm. But on the, though I was in love, on the inside, that love came with doubts. It came with uncertainty. mm It came with so many confusion because here, here am I loving this person, but on the inside I am in a constant battle, you know, feeling empty, like I go back again with that missing, something is missing, something is missing, missing, that that hole is not filled, Mm. though I am in love, it's, it's. Something is still missing.
2: No peace, right? No peace.
0: No peace. But now that I've experienced Christ, you know, not just know about Him because I got baptized at the age of twelve. I know I knew about God, what He did. Jesus died on the cross. Everything. Mm -hmm. But it's okay to know about Him. But it's a different, it's a different thing when you truly experience him, it's different. So now that I have mm. experienced God, that love, it's a different love. It comes with peace. It comes with peace. That's the best way I can describe this love. Mm. A love that doesn't question who, who am I? Mm. Because I know I'm, I am a child of God without a doubt. <laughs> I have no more doubts. I have no more regrets. I have no more shame, no more guilt. All of that, all of that is gone. And God filled my heart with his pure
2: love. Mm -hmm. Thank you, God. What I'm hearing is your identity changed. Your identity was at one point in your sexual orientation. You know, it's who you are. You were born that way. You were born to be that way. Now your identity is no longer in your sexual orientation. Correct.
0: It's no longer that it was. What God revealed to me was, I remember when I was writing a chapter in the book that He told me to write. Um, I stopped and I started to weep, and I said, "Lord, I am sorry that I lived light, that I lived life this way. I am sorry." Forgive me for treating you like this. You know, when I look back and see all and experience all of his goodness, his greatness towards me, that day I wept. And mm-hmm. in that moment, he spoke and he said, I have always loved you. <laughs> I have always loved you. Mm-hmm. But I hated, I hated the sin. Mm-hmm. He said that clear to me, clear, yeah. Yeah. I have always loved you. I never stopped loving you, but I hate the sin.
2: Yes, that was Jesus. Jesus loved everyone. He spent time with, with sinners, right? You know, the prostitutes, adulterers, and tax collectors, and um, all the outcasts of society back in the day as well, but... What people seem to conveniently, I guess, forget or overlook is that, yes, Jesus loved them, but he never winked at their sin. He never approved of it. As a matter of fact, he called them in his love, he called them to repent and to turn to him, to turn to God. That was the love. Jesus loved people enough to speak the truth to them, the hard truths, the ones that, that were painful to hear. And we've all heard truths from God that are painful to hear, whether we're heterosexual or homosexual, we're all broken. We are all in need of God's mercy and forgiveness for our own sin. I mean, obviously we should be hating our own sin first, but I want to um, ask you what you would say to those who are putting their trust in Christ. Okay. They've, they've done like you, they've surrendered to Christ and they know now that same sex relationships are not a part of God's plan for them, okay, or for mankind at all, for that matter. But they are still struggling with same-sex desires. What do you say to that? What do you say to them? How can you encourage them?
0: Well, I want to say to those who are listening that, you know, don't give up on God.
1: Mm.
0: Because he is not going to give up on you. don't give up on him. continue to seek his face. We don't know when he's going to change change that person. I mine took five years. that is a long time to wait, but it is worth the wait. It is it is worth the wait.
2: Mm-hmm. And you can say seek that looking back face. now right? Yes. <clears throat>
0: yes I can seek his face. Seek His face, mm-hmm. seek His face. That is the only way you will discover truth for yourself. I used to look for truth in, in truth in the wrong places, on the web, listening to other people who were who were living that who is still living that lifestyle mm-hmm. that I once lived. But it was God himself who revealed that truth to me. So my encouragement is to continue to seek him, trust him, don't give up on him, because he's not going to give up on you.
2: Amen. No, he's not. He's not. Um. So long as you're living and breathing, you've got a chance. So, yeah, what a story. What a testimony, Anita. I can't thank you enough and I, I I know God has people in mind who need to hear this and I know he's going to lead whoever he wants to hear this to to your testimony, to your story. Obviously, you are reaching out to the homosexual community. You have a ministry that you're starting, you have a book that we'll talk about in a little bit that you're in the process of writing. And you're you're counseling, you're mentoring people and showing love to the homosexual community. Um, what are some things that you are doing?
0: Well, well, I must be honest and say, I became like Noah. When God first told me to do this, mm-hmm. I ran. I said, no, I just want to put that behind me. I don't want to think about it. Then I finally said yes. So what I'm doing now is exactly what he's asking me to do to share my testimony, to share his love in hopes that I can only do out of obedience what he's asking me to do
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and pray that that is enough and trust him to speak through me and not me speaking from the flesh. Mm -hmm. Because without him, I am absolutely nothing. So in my own strength, I cannot love anyone.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I cannot but because God is pouring into me this is the only reason why I am able to do this Mm -hmm. and how I started to mentor and counsel is through my Instagram people they came across my my page and they would message me privately and we'll started to talk from there and that's how I got a lot of Um, people that I now mentor privately and even face-to-face. So even in those sessions, I always try my very best to take the flesh out of it and allow the Holy Spirit to lead and guide me. Because I remember when I once lived that life, how I felt I didn't want to even hear the word God. Hearing his, his, his name even made me angry mm-hmm. to that point. Yeah. Yes, hearing his name, I'm like, he made me this way. That's mm-hmm. the attitude I have. Mm-hmm. So now that God is using me to do his work, I can only do and say what he's asking me to do and speak the truth. And allow him to pour his love through me. Because I am still human. I am human. But with God living and breathing in me, that is the only way we will be able to reach lives and and spread his love. Because he says, those who worship me must worship me in spirit and in truth. Yes, not in flesh and in in truth, in spirit
1: mm-hmm.
0: so that is what I'm doing now by his strength and by his grace
2: and thank you, thank you so much for that. um Do you experience people trying to silence you or is are there people coming up against you as you try to do this?
0: Well, um since I've started sharing my testimony. Of hard yes, absolutely yes. But I always say that this is not my will. Sometimes I wake up and I'm like, Lord, why are you doing this? I cannot do this. He said, You are right. He <laughs> you said, are right. You cannot do this. I am the one who is using you. Mm-hmm. I early on when I started, I said, Lord, I don't know if I can do this. What am I supposed to do? I cannot change people's mindset. And mm-hmm. he said, no, that is not your job. That is my job.
2: Um, no. You can plant those seeds and um, then leave the rest in God's hands.
0: So took, from that day, I never questioned him again. <laughs> Let him do what he sees fit.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yes, absolutely. That's That's such trust in God that you have. And again, I know Satan tries to attack that very much so. And that's why people please pray for anita pray for um people like her who are out there doing god's will because if satan sees them as a threat if he sees any of us as a threat to his agenda or he sees us as somehow advancing god's kingdom you can bet that he's going to come up against you he I just can tell is you.
0: Yes, I can share a brief testimony for this week.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I can tell you all, we, I woke up on Tuesday, I felt like my body was under attack. Mm. My throat was dried, I was coughing. You know, I'm like, what is this?
1: Mm.
0: I know I'm supposed to do this. this podcast. I'm like, I stand and I said, in the name of Jesus. I rebuke you enemy. <laughs> I said, You cannot stop what God has already ordained. And instantly that cough went. I I spoke against that all week. Then on Wednesday, my internet went off. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> then the company, oh, the number is non existent. I'm like, okay, enemy! I see you. Yeah. I
2: see you. (laughs) But like you just said, you cannot stop what God has ordained. You know, that I think is something we should all write down and tell ourselves every day, right? Satan, you cannot stop what God has ordained. I love that.
0: So, yeah, I was battling and fighting spiritually Mm
2: -hmm. with him
0: all week, telling him that God is in control mm-hmm. i am the vessel my body is the temple yes.
2: all of that and here God you are speaking just as clear yes. as ever and we've had a great connection here no interruptions so that's that's a good thing <laughs> um God is good. it's we you and i prayed together before this and we said holy spirit this is yours right you um take it where you want to um one final question for you that i really want to um put out there for the church, for the Christian, what can we do as Christians, as a church, what can we do better or differently when it comes to engaging with the LGBTQ community, or should we even engage with them at all?
0: Well, I mean, first I want to say this, that a community is a community. Now, what is in that community are god's people in the entire world in the entire world no matter the sin oh yes lord as believers and followers of christ it comes with us sharing sharing the gospel sharing the good news about salvation in truth Not adding or taking away anything from his word,
1: Mm -hmm. as
0: his word clearly states. Now, God is saying, I thank you, Lord, for this moment. I thank you, Lord, that you are here. Mm -hmm. My church needs to seek my face. Seek me so I can guide you and show you how to truly reach my people. Not in your own strength, says the Lord. Seek me so I can pour into you, show you, and guide you how to truly reach my people.
2: Seek his face.
0: His face. Mm
2: -hmm. Not
0: in flesh. You cannot do anything.
2: (laughs) I was just going to say, Anita, we will mess it up every time. You can be guaranteed that. If we do things in our own flesh. Thank you so much, Anita. I'm always inspired and encouraged just listening to you. Your love for people comes through. And it's because you now know the love of God. Right? The love that the world is seeking and looking for in the wrong places and misplacing. You found it. You found it in Christ. And you can't give what you don't have. But you have it. And now you are in turn giving it to others and it's it's so needed it's so needed Anita so uh, what I would like for you to do is um, share with people now I know you are in the process of writing a book can you tell us a little bit about that
0: well yes yeah. I am writing a book it's called the potential title
2: <laughs> yep,
0: yep. it's called From Gay to Faith
1: mm-hmm.
0: and um, in it I share my journey the process and everything, and also encourages a lot with scriptures and how to seek God's face, truly seek His face for for guidance, for answers, you know, to discover truth. Mm-hmm. And in it also, um, I reveal what God's truth is about homosexuality, which I have to ask Him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's just a book that. I pray that will encourage you know those who struggle with same sex desires because there are a lot, mm. and every time i I write i'm hearing God saying, You know i'm hearing the cry of my people,
1: mm. I have
0: not forgotten about them, I have not forgotten them every time, so in i there there is a lot of people who are struggling that is seeking god's face they are seeking him many don't know this but god sees all things and those cries, he is going to honor those cries he Mm. is going to what god is getting ready to do it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Amen. So, God's will, I pray and hope for the book to be published by next year, as I just started to to finish up the last two chapters,
1: mm-hmm. okay.
0: and then move on to the process with getting our agent,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and however the publishing world works, now mm-hmm. I have to start to... Which I've already started doing, educate myself on how to properly seek the right agent to publish his mm-hmm. work. Yes. Oh, so, yes. Yes. Most definitely.
2: Well, I can guarantee you I will be one of your readers for sure. Um, and to my our listeners, please hold Anita up in prayer as she finishes this book. Again, we talked about Satan's um, resistance <laughs> coming up against us when we're he trying to— real. He is very real, and he loves people to think that he's not. That's one of his most powerful weapons. But, um, yes. yeah, he does not want the truth out there. He does not want people snatched from the fire. He does not want people knowing the true love of God. So pray for Anita as she finishes that book. And, Anita, when you do, I will definitely have you back on because we, I will do a book review or have you on to talk about your book Thank you. <laughs> Um, when it comes, for sure. I, I really look forward to that book coming out. Me too. Yeah, for sure. Now, where can people find you on Instagram? Are you only on Instagram? Are you on YouTube or any other platform?
0: Well, for now, I am only led to be on Instagram. Okay. I tried numerous times to, op- to open up a Facebook, and for some reason... It's not going to. Don't
2: ask me why. <laughs> Honestly, I don't bother through. a whole lot with Facebook. Facebook does not seem to have been very beneficial for me as far as the podcast and the ministry goes. Um, or so you're on Instagram. So what's the name of your Instagram? Where can people find you?
0: The name of my Instagram um, is hope, Love.
2: Okay. The power of underscore faith, hope, love. That is where you can find Anita and uh reach out to her. Because again, I know you've had a lot of people reach out to you, send you a personal message if they want to get in touch with you and um what better person to get in touch with as far as I'm concerned. If you're struggling with same sex desires or people who know and love someone who is struggling with them or um living the homosexual lifestyle, I know you could be of great um encouragement and Benefit to them as well. I pray. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we finish up?
0: I just want to thank God for this opportunity. Mm. Not my will, but his will be done. Mm -hmm. Always.
2: Always. Yes.
0: I pray that as he continues to move and um, raise up other people who are living that lifestyle, Mm -hmm. you know, I know he will. I know he most definitely will. Yes um, change take back his people and reclaim back so they can reclaim back their true identity in him. God is real,
2: mm. he is real, yes he, he is real. he is God uses people who've been there to comfort and encourage those who are there. You've been there,, yes. and um. He's using you to minister to people who, who are there right now. Anita, thank you so much again for taking the time. Um, all the way from Columbia. How are things over in Colombia?
0: <laughs> it's good, it's good. I
2: hope good. you've got better weather than we do. It's been raining for um a couple weeks now non stop and we are we're pretty soggy over here in the northeast, so <laughs>
0: Wow. It's cold and it's hot at the same time. So yes, we probably make sure. So that's good.
2: Yeah, but thank you so much. And I look forward to having you back again. Anita, thank you for what you do and we will keep you in our prayers for sure. Thank you for thank coming you so and much. being on one little candle. You have yourself a great day.
0: You too. Bye
2: bye. Again, that was Anita Miles Dames, former homosexual delivered of her same-sex desires, and just a beautiful, wonderful encourager and helper of those struggling with same-sex desires. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. She really is a truly beautiful woman who just is filled with God's love, and she is taking that love, and she is wrapping others in it. And I don't know about you, but I can't wait for her book to come out. And when it does, as I said, I will have her back on this podcast to share about the book. And again, you can find Anita on Instagram at power of underscore faith, hope, love. If you or anyone you know is struggling with same sex desires and really needs some encouragement, some godly advice, and just someone to love on you as you're struggling or as perhaps a loved one is struggling, please reach out to Anita. You'll be glad you did. So as you know, I always like to wrap up each episode with a song or two or three, (laughs) however many I feel led to share. But I like to wrap up each episode with a song that correlates to what we just heard. And I have a few today to share with you. I really feel the theme should be faith because it was faith, right? Such a... Five years, right, and not hearing anything and reading scriptures that she didn't even completely understand, but faith and where that faith can lead us and how God is faithful. So the first song I have to share with you is absolutely one of my all-time favorites, and that is Walk by Faith by Jeremy Camp. And we have the song By Faith by Keith and Kristen Getty, and You Never Let Go by Matt Redman. And then finally, Can Anybody Hear Me by Meredith Andrews? Again, I will have the links to you for those songs on the podcast description, and you can find them on my website. And speaking of my website, it's com. There's an embeddable player on there, and you can listen to the episodes, any of the episodes. The newest episode shows first, and you just, there's a little, um, I, it's hard to, See I noticed but there's a little scroll bar on the right hand side toward the bottom of that embeddable player on the the home page of my website and if you scroll it it'll bring up all the other episodes but that way you don't have to download anything because yes I'm on Podbean which requires you to download the app to hear it um and I'm also on Google Apple Spotify you um Stitcher YouTube actually yes Tune in, um, you know, the major listening platforms. But again, a lot of them, not all, but some want you to download an app. And I understand people have enough stuff on their phone. They don't want to have to download anything. So you can go right to my website to listen. Also, if you'd like to comment on the episode today's or any other episodes or share a story or ask for prayer or whatever, we have a free Facebook group called Candles Together. And you can also find One Little Candle Podcast on Instagram at One Little Candle Podcast. Feel free, again, to comment or to request prayer because we always love to uphold people in prayer. So, the question of the day, how can you be that one little candle, right? Because this podcast is all about shining the light in the darkness. It's just you, I understand, you're one little candle, but that's all it takes One little candle pierces the dark, it pokes a hole in the dark, and that is what people's eyes are drawn to, is even the smallest amount of light. So be that one little candle this week. Pray, pray for those who are struggling, who are caught up in the homosexual lifestyle, because Anita had shared with me, and we had talked about this afterwards, you know, deep down inside, they know. They know what the truth is, but there's a lot more involved in that. And, um, it's not so easy to just accept the truth, but deep down inside, they know, please pray for those, pray for the LGBTQ community, pray for God's truth to be revealed, pray for people to love them and to speak the truth in love. Pray for them to seek the truth, no matter what, pray for them to be truth seekers That's what's really needed here, right? To seek God's truth, no matter the cost. It doesn't matter if we have to change our beliefs or our way of thinking or our lifestyle. All we want, all we should want is God's truth because God doesn't care about our flesh being satisfied, but he does care about our holiness. And if we seek his truth, he will be faithful in showing us his truth. But so often... We don't really want it as much as we say we give him lip service and our hearts and our minds and our ears are closed off to what God is saying. And as Jesus said, know the truth and the truth will set you free. So be that candle, pray for them. And if you know someone who is a homosexual, be their friend, love them. Okay. Love them. Maybe ask more questions than give answers, right? If you have the opportunity and the privilege and the blessing of engaging them in your faith. Let's not ruin the cause of Christ, okay? Let's not be hateful or bitter or condescending or, or any of those things when it comes to anyone who's struggling with same sex or, or even t- or transgender. You know, let's put, put them in here too. So that is how you can be that one little candle. Also, just thinking of this, come alongside someone who has a family member or a loved one or a friend who is struggling with those desires or who is actively involved in the homosexual lifestyle. Come alongside their family who is hurting because of it, who's feeling pain. Be a listening ear. Be there for them and show them love. Thank you so much for dropping by One Little Candle. I hope to see you back here next week. Until then, take care and God bless.